The light fades with death's cold embrace. You've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help. No one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your hosts, Chris Thomas and Broke Rider Dave. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Body Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, and with me as always, Brooke Greater Dave. How we doing, everybody? I don't know how it is over where you are right now, but for the last couple of days, it has been in the upper 90s. Yeah, it's been scorching over here. Upper 90s, 100, 101. I'm over on the East Coast. Yeah. Here in the Midwest, we're getting the same 90s to 100. It's getting harder and harder to stay cool. I mean, right now, I'm sitting right here under the AC in my room and whatnot, so I'm feeling kind of good right now. But sometimes, you can get too cold. And when you get too cold, that's not good. No. Aren't I great at segues? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Segwaying straight into this. Like, segue right up into what the title of this episode is. Hashtag Chris Hates the Cold. Hates cold. Brr. Which eventually, uh, at one point, it was Chris hates the snow. No, at first it was Chris hates the winter. Then Chris hates the snow, and then I negotiated you to letting me do Chris hates, hates the, cold. the cold. Yes, because you know when I was doing the research for a bunch of these, I realized that a lot of like snow-based and winter-based horror movies I actually really like. I could only come up with ones that I actually really like. Yeah. So I had to come up with all right. These are top 10 things in horror movies or instances in horror movies. It's not necessarily winter, not necessarily snow, but it has to do with cold. All right. It, it took me a long time. Like it, every, Whenever you assign me these lists, I, oh, I'm, I start off thinking, all right, that should be easy. And then like I get like five into it and then I'm like, God, this sucks. Like I yeah. either really I either really like too many of them that I can't. Yeah, put them in a hate category, or I like found footage. I think I was like I I needed to kind of expand it a little bit more to yeah. like documentaries and whatnot. So, but I'm I'm happy enough with these now. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, real quick, I have to do one honorable mention or dishonorable mention. Okay. Because I've seen this movie appear on a lot of people's hated list, but I I haven't watched it. I'm gonna watch it this week, but I haven't watched it. And that's The Snowman with Michael Fassbender. I haven't seen it. Um, That movie I heard got horrible ratings. I think it's about a killer called The Snowman or something like that. But, I mean, it has a very low Rotten Tomatoes percentage, and I've heard it on a bunch of people's. And if people are listening to this and like, hey, how is that not on there? It's because I haven't watched it. But I do understand that it is out there and that and that it's supposedly bad so that'll be a dishonorable mention and i'll bring it up in a later body bag episode uh once i watch it so and and let people know what my thoughts are on it so okay as usual these are gonna go down in terms of intensity for me ranging from not necessarily hate it but not my cup of tea to i found this annoying to i have to kind of put this on there just as a uh because i have standards yeah (laughs) so First one, I will go ahead, and one that I actually like, or that I enjoyed talking about, this is number 10, but I just kind of have to put it on there for principles of it, and that's the remake of Black Christmas. Not the last one that just got 
out, but the early 2000s Black Christmas. Was it early 2000 or 2012? It was... It was like that, like... It's the aughts. Yeah, the aughts. It was in the 2000 aughts. What you can go back and listen to our review of it from December. Yeah, that was our one of our special Christmas episodes. Yeah. Now, I said I was giddy when we did that episode. I, I was in a good mood. I was in a Christmassy yeah. mood and I was just having fun with how bad the movie is. But yeah. I do have to admit that it is a bad movie. And you can even hear me as I was discussing the movie slowly go, wait a second. Wait, no, wait, that doesn't make sense. Wait, that's stupid. Wait, what? Yeah. as I was talking about it. Like, yeah. It is to, a bad movie, but a fun enjoyable. one. But a fun one to make fun of. Yeah. Like, wait, you have to go and mess with the circuit breaker, so you have to get your coat on and 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 army crawl under the house to get to the circuit breaker. I remember because we had a discussion about that. Like, are, are the circuit breakers like that out in the East Coast? Because they're not like that here. And like, wait, we were confused about that. And the guy busts up through the floor, but they're in the attic. Yeah. Like, how does he bust up through the floor and like as if he's crawling out from under the floorboards, but he's in the attic? Like, so yeah. I mean, objectively, it's a bad movie. Although it's on number ten because I had fun making fun of it. Yeah. In fact, I would recommend it, but uh, I have to be objective and say it was a pretty bad bad movie. I mean, yeah. if I were to go by my, I don't remember what I gave it, but I would probably give it like a uh, eight out of yeah. out of uh, out of. Uh, 30 on my scale like it's a bad movie but i had fun like picking it apart and making fun of it yeah i mean there was that one scene where the girl did like some of the best face acting we've ever seen and other than that it's <laughs> it just it try it's trying to be gritty and like oh he's sitting there making christmas cookies out of people's skin like like the, you watch it like this is so dumb it was during that time in the aughts when all the remakes were coming out and they were all trying to make them look a little bit grittier. Yes, and gritty. Yeah, yeah. Let's, like, as if you need to, like, let's make Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but gritty. Like, isn't yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre already gritty? Like, Yeah, it's very gritty. Why, why, why are you trying to be, be even more gritty? It's already a gritty story. So that's why it's number 10. Yeah. That, that one's kind of a fun but I have to put it on there to be objective. Oh, yeah. Uh, next one I haven't seen in years, but... Um, I was going over like old photos of it and and looking over it, and that's Thirty Days of Night. Okay. Now, right now, and not that not that Rotten Tomatoes is anything to go by, but this is like at a fifty three on Rotten Tomatoes. Last I looked at it, which is kind of appropriate because I don't remember necessarily hating it, but I don't. Uh, it was underwhelming that I don't remember anything really about it. I know more about the show True Blood than I do about. 30 Days of Night, and I don't watch True Blood. I've seen 30 Days of yeah. Night, but I know more about, like, it's it's a forgettable yeah. thing. I even looked at the way that the uh, vampires look. Very uninspired. Um, just, it there, there was no real, I mean, they, they have black eyes and sharp teeth. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's. I have, yeah, I haven't seen it in years, but I remember when I watched it, uh-huh. being like, so disappointed, because they could have done so much better with the premise of what the movie is. Yeah, I, it's, you know, 30 straight days or night or whatever of vampires being out. I mean, that's a horrifying premise. Yeah. And I just remember it being like, nah. It, it just falls flat. It it falls flat. It's one of those falls into, it's disappointing. I, yeah. I, so that's number nine. Forgettable, uninspired vampires. 
I, I like when people have vampire. You know, nothing wrong with some classic-looking vampires, but I'd like to see a little bit of. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna go and make them not look traditional and make them look more monstrous, I, I would prefer you. You know, be like, all right, well, we're not making them look like a like interview with a vampire kind of vampires. These are gonna yeah. just be like whatever vampires. Just you know, make them look more monstrous. Yeah, you're in the middle of the Arctic. You can make them. You know, cool. Uh, the next. All right, these next three. Uh, which are eight, seven, and six are based on my principles. Okay. Starting with the thing prequel. Okay. With Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I believe that's uh, who was in it. I looked at a couple more clips, and I, you know, if the thing didn't exist, I would probably say, "Hey, that's a pretty interesting movie." Yeah. But the thing does exist, and. It's the same thing of why I have issues with the sequels to a lot of the sequels of Jurassic Park. The combination of animatronics and and prosthetics and practical effects were what made movies like Jurassic Park and The Thing super awesome. You know, there's something that is lost when you go CG because you don't have the actors actually reacting to actual things. Yeah, you're making it tougher on the actors. The Thing still holds up as some of the best practical effects in all of horror. In all of movies, in all honesty. Yeah, the the, practical effects were pretty... One of the best. Yeah. And just to see all the CG in the prequel... I mean, a prequel is cool. I I have no problem with it being a prequel, you know? Yeah. Seeing how it went from what the events that happened at that other Arctic station before it went to the McCready's area. Yeah. But, you know, it's... It fell into, I think it was, I want to say 2011. You might have to fact check me on that. But I want to say it was 2011 that it it falls under that. We're going to try to make money based on the name alone. And for all I know, it could be perfectly fine if it was just a standalone, like if the thing didn't exist. But it's when when you go from watching the original thing and then seeing the prequel, it's like, this is just yeah, it was 2011, so it was in that time in the odds, little teens, where yeah. they were just doing re- prequels and remakes uh, for money grabs. I gotta say, ever since we started this podcast, I've been pretty getting pretty good at kind of identifying dates. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this movie, that definitely seems like it was like 2000. I'm usually good between a year or two. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so that one's eight. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one based on principle would have to be uh, oh the uh, shining uh, miniseries okay again this falls under one of those don't hate it but the Stanley Kubrick version does exist yeah and I, and I know it, for, if I'm not mistaken I think that this miniseries is probably a little bit more truer to the uh, actual story yeah and I can understand you know uh, Stephen King not liking Stanley Kubrick's version because it's you know he had a vision in mind but Problem is Stanley Kubrick's version is a staple, a horror staple. Yeah. And it's just a matter, for all I know, maybe if the miniseries came out first, people would have held that in higher regards. Maybe maybe it's just a, a It was thing. unneeded, I feel like. I mean, I watched it. I remember not hating it, but I just you just keep thinking, I'd rather be watching Stanley Kubrick's version right now. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever watched it. Uh, it's worth checking out just so you can compare yeah. it. And like yeah. I said, it might just be a matter of the Stanley Kubrick version coming first. Yeah. 
for all I know, if the series came out first, people would probably be like, oh, that's pretty good. And then the uh, Stanley Kubrick version come out and we go like, oh, man, that's just such a departure from Stephen King's actual thing. Yeah. But it is what it is. And the Shining miniseries also appeared on hashtag Chris hates bad CGI because of those horrible hedge monsters. I remember that part. Yeah. I had to send you that video and say, hey, yeah. just look at this. Yeah, you need to see this. You need to see that. Look at how bad these uh, CGI hedge monsters, hedge yeah. monsters are. And they are awful. So that one's another based on principle has to be on there. All right. And and uh, this is the last uh, one that's basically uh, based on principles. Another Stephen King one, Dreamcatcher. Okay. Uh, again, I don't remember if I've seen this movie or not. Now, uh, by the way. Y'all probably think, what does this have to do with the cold? Uh, the miniseries takes, especially the CGI hedge monster thing, all takes place in the wintertime. The thing yeah. obviously takes place in the, was it Arctic? Arctic yeah. In the Arctic. And Dreamcatcher, again, takes place in wintertime. Yeah. Um, This one is kind of infamous among movie critics for not being that good. Again, usually my first half are things I'm indifferent to or things that yeah. I didn't think are as bad, but I got to be objective about it. Um, don't hate it, but you go back and watch it. A lot of that stuff is really dumb to the point where they, they call the, the alien shit weasels because the aliens basically, if you get infected with the, the, these alien slimy things, they basically, the only way to come out is through your ass. Oh yeah. I just saw like a video on this movie from, uh, what culture? Uh huh. And that's the, and yeah. that's how they come out. They come out through the booty hole and yeah. <laughs> there's I can't list them all out but there are just certain scenes that are just kind of uh questionable and it's just yeah. funny funny but in a way it's like come on man this is just ridiculous I can't list it all out cuz we'll be here forever yeah. but if you've seen Dreamcatcher again didn't hate it it's been a while since I've seen it but I've seen it multiple times especially when I was a teenager I remember not hating it but I also have to look with an objective lens as more of a critic now than I was back yeah. then. And I have to say objectively, yeah, it's kind of bad. All right. So halfway through your list. All right. Now we start getting into things that actually kind of annoy me. All right. Before we do that. Yes. Let me hit you with some rapid fire questions. Oh, you've remembered. Yes. All right, cool. All right, let's. I thought it was going to be during a movie review. We can do it in, in my in my uh, hashtag Chris hates. Yeah, I was going to do it during mine, but I only had fifteen questions. So during our little break in between, okay, so out my list. <laughs> so this is a rapid fire. I have only a few seconds. I have to just off the cuff answers, right? Yep, twenty okay. questions. All right, number one. What is the worst Saw movie in the franchise? I haven't seen Spiral, but I will say. Probably the one that came, probably five for me. Okay. Best horror movie you've seen this year? Uh, within a year or this particular year? 2022. Uh, Black Phone. Okay. If you had to choose to watch the It or The Shining? Oh, damn. Um, Probably The Shining. All right. Favorite movie we have reviewed since we started this podcast? Uh, going through the mall. Um, n none that were on our top tens or anything. No, like the actual movie reviews. Um, probably last night in Soho. Okay. Your favorite location setting for a movie? 
a small town. Small town? Alright. Better director, Castle or Hitchcock? Uh, I'll say Castle. I think I think I, Hitchcock is, is great and everything, but I, I've i never been scared of any of his movies, but I think William Castle has a lot more showmanship. Yeah. Favorite final girl? Um, Jeez, how, how many are there? Um, I'll go ahead and say... Uh, oh, just because she's a badass, I'll say Ripley. Okay. Favorite bad horror movie? <laughs> <laughs> Of all time, uh, of that just come off to my time. Uh, excluding Black Christmas. Yeah. Favorite bad horror movie. Yeah. Objectively bad. I mean, some people would say that the Saw movies have gotten objectively bad. Yeah. Um, but I won't say that. Objectively bad. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> Black Christmas have to might have to be my backup yeah. answer. Um, just because <laughs> I, I hadn't been that giddy to review a bad movie in a while. Yeah. I'll just say that. Okay. Weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse. Of anything? Yeah. I could say like a tactical nuke. Uh, um, I mean, I guess. Uh, no. Um, during a zombie apocalypse, I guess I would have to go... Um, I guess I'll go with a... Um, Oh, uh, damn! I need to be. I need to be quick. I'll just a uh, friggin' machine gun since it has multiple, a lot more ammo. Okay. Your favorite kill from the Friday the Thirteenth franchise? Um, <laughs> uh, from <laughs> from Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, in uh, Jason Jason X, where she gets her face frozen with nitro, <laughs> nitroglycerin. Uh, oh, that's a good one. And then and then smashed on the you know it's probably the best killer that whole movie and it's yeah so <laughs> nitroglycerin to the face and then smash <laughs> favorite Halloween timeline the current one or the one with Jamie Lloyd or the H two O timeline uh wait, say the three again all right so the current one it would be the first Halloween and then Halloween Halloween ends Halloween kills. Uh, the Jamie Lloyd timeline would be Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. And then the H2O timeline would be Halloween 1, Halloween 2, Halloween H2O, and Halloween Resurrection. Um, I'll say the current one. Um, I, as much as I have issues with... Uh, as much as I have issues with uh, Halloween kills, I think that... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, and I haven't seen Halloween ends yet. Nobody has, but I'm hoping yeah. that it'll actually... Uh, do Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, character better than H two O did in terms of uh, kill? If if she ends up dying, oh, hope, you mean resurrection? Sorry, or resurrection. She, yeah, uh, yeah. I hope that yeah when she got killed at the asylum. Yeah, I hope that uh, yeah I got resurrection and H two O mixed up. I hope that resurrection's terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, is that a trick or treat? <laughs> um, oh. um, yeah. Uh, so if she gets killed off and ends. I will say that this current timeline, right. uh, just because they did her dirty in that. All right. What director would you pick to remake the thing? To remake the thing? Yeah. Um. Actually, you know, um, for some reason, I think that he would do it well. Uh, is I believe it's Robert Eggers. Okay. The one who's doing the Nosferatu remake. 
Yeah. I don't know why. For some reason, I think... He did uh, Witch. That was pretty good. Uh, I know he did The Lighthouse, which a lot of people yeah. liked, and I have my issues with it, although I still say that it's objectively a good movie, but maybe not my cup of tea sometimes. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, for some reason, I think that he does good with isolation. So yeah. I think that he would do pretty good with a paranoia-type thing remake. Okay. Favorite Wes Craven movie? Favorite Wes Craven? I mean, I gotta go... Uh, all right. Uh, I'm, I mean, a nightmare in Elm Street's my my, you know, of the top three. I love Freddy. So okay, gotta go nightmare classic. What do you like better, vampires or werewolves? Uh, vampires. All right. Favorite vampire movie? Interview with a vampire. All right. Favorite werewolf movie? Uh, ever since we watched it, probably Dog Soldiers. Okay. Favorite Vincent Price movie? Of the ones that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the ones that I've seen. Um, it's between House of Wax and House on Haunted Hill. Um, okay. I thought he was way more charming in House of Wax. Okay. Favorite A24 film? <laughs> Swiss, <laughs> Swiss Army Man. Alright. What movie needs to be remade? Needs to be remade? Needs to be remade. Um, shoot. Um. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm gonna say this. It's one that appeared on my Shutter shoutouts. Um, made in the 1960s, called Planet of the Vampires. Okay. Um, that one was really, really fun to watch, and I would like to see how Planet of the Vampires would, <laughs> how how it would look, how people would think that the future would look nowadays with yeah. a planet of vampires. Okay. Final question. Movie with the best children acting performance. With the best children acting? Yeah. Uh, you know, it might actually be Black Phone. Uh, like, I remember... They were really good. I remember watching Black Phone and going, you know what? I, you know, these are a lot of kid-centric actors, and I am not annoyed by them. Yeah, they were really good. Uh, so I will say either Black Phone, but uh, since that one, I might have a little bit of recency bias with it. Yeah. Um, I will go ahead and say as a backup answer, um, is it, oh, is this specifically for horror, right? Yeah. No, cause I was going to say Goonies. Um, <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to think of the Chris loves, uh, or, uh, when I had my Chris tier list. Um, um, you know, I, I, I remember not being annoyed by the kids acting in, in trick or treat. All the kids in that were, were pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah, they were pretty good, yeah. Good so, choice. Trick or Treat had some good kid actors in it. So I'll say, just because of the recency bias, I'll say Trick or Treat. All right. And those were the rapid-fire questions. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now it's fun when you're on the other side. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's... <laughs> it's it, hard to think of something on the spot. <laughs> it, it, when you have, like, the whole of horror, and, and you have to be like, what's your favorite... Uh, uh, What's your favorite final girl? I'm like, uh, you mean the one? I'm just like, do I want to go with the one I'm attracted to the most or the one who I think? Yeah. It's like a, um, I was like, you know, Ripley. Ripley's a badass. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. So now I, I, I still have, uh, I still have mine locked and loaded. I have to yeah. do my, did, did I say that we, we can just ambush each other at any point, right? Yeah. Okay. So 
I'm, we might be at the very last episode, and I'd be like, "Thanks everybody for joining us this uh, joining us this season." All right, David, rapid fire. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. I think we're at five now. Is that? What, yeah. We made sure to do it at the uh, halfway the, point. Yeah. Okay. This one I was debating on whether or not to put on, but there's a scene in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and okay. I, that is not a horror movie, but it has to do with the Universal movie monsters. You know, Jekyll yeah. and Hyde, uh, Bride of uh, Bride of uh, Dracula, Dorian Gray. So, yeah. just the fact that it has to do with the Universal movie monsters, I added it. Yeah. Now you've seen it, right? It's been a long time. They had to meet up in either Antarctica or Alaska or something like that, and the Invisible Man comes out. He he was hiding out in the middle of the ar- snow or stuff like that, but naked out in the snow, and that dude. It's completely fine. Yeah. In zero degree weather, snow, he, he was out there for God knows how long because he was out like in the middle of nowhere snow. Yeah. They make a joke about him saying, oh, I can't even feel anything in my nether region. I was like, no, you should be dead. Yeah. You, you, you're butt naked out in the snow. Um, so I'm adding League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That move, that movie itself could have been a lot better. It's not horrible, but it could have been a whole lot better. Yeah. Uh, with a concept of having all of these, th- they tried to cram it with way too many references to other things um, that it could have been a lot better. Um, but that scene in particular was just like, dude, you're butt naked out in like minus 20 degree snow. Like, yeah. And you, and he was talking just fine. Like, Oh, and how's everybody doing? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, dude, you are not taking this as urgently yeah. as you should. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Just the fact that that was dumb, that makes it. All right. Number four. This one goes four and then three. Okay. Now, hold on. I want to make sure that that I've... uh, Can can we start from ten real quick? I just want to make sure that I'm on track here. Okay. Uh, I believe ten was Black Christmas. Yep. Then we went uh, 30 Days of Night. All right. We did the Thing prequel. Yep. Shining series. Yep. Dreamcatcher. Yep. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay. So now we're in our last. Uh, that was number four or five. You uh, saw four more. Okay. Yeah. I could have sworn that I had. All right. So, because I already know what my number one is. Yeah. So, four and three, they're part of the same franchise. But one annoys me a little bit more than the other. But they okay. both annoy me for two separate reasons, but one I'm kind of like whatever more than the other. And this is Soft 3 and Soft 4. So okay. I'll say uh, Soft 4 first and then Soft 3 next. In Soft 4, the detective from Saw 2 is standing on a block of ice. Now, have you yeah. seen the Saw series? Yeah. So you know how he's standing on a block of ice as it's melting? Yeah. And the one that's being tested bursts in through the door and causes that chain reaction where the two ice blocks come and crush the dude's head. Yeah. This this is the same reason why three is on my list as well. I don't like the saw traps in which the people who are in the traps have no power over whether yeah. they live or die. Yeah. Because the whole point was that you were supposed to be able to get out of your own trap. It's the same reason I don't like Amanda's test was that she had to get a key out of her boyfriend or whatever stomach or out of some uh, whatever unconscious dude's stomach 
I'm like, how is that a test for her? She just had to kill somebody. She didn't have to give up anything. Why? Why is yeah. that? How is that at all fair? Yeah. Plus, we find out later how much of a selfish person she is. So, yeah. in four, he spent the entire time on a melting block of ice. This this all ties in because this was Hoffman's doing. Hoffman yeah. was. This is when Hoffman was taking up Jigsaw's mantle. Yeah. Which is why a Hoffman and everything made my Chris hates slashers episode yeah. because I didn't like anybody who's not jigsaw because so that annoys me. The fact yeah. that he had no choice of whether or not he, he wasn't tested and his fate was completely left in somebody else's hand. Yeah. So now I can chalk that up to, all right, well he wasn't jigsaw number three. On the other hand, the woman in the freezer that was Jigsaw setting that up. Yeah. He was alive at that point. Um, he set all that up uh, for uh, the big for the big test thing. Again, it, it was all the woman was basically naked, tied up in a freezer and every like couple of seconds water sprayed on her, basically slowly freezing her to death. Yeah. And her fate is left up to the guy's hands. What's his name? Um, the, the father of like the. Yeah. yeah, the father of the one who died um, yeah. is Jeff. His name was Jeff. Yeah. And that one's actual Jigsaw. So, I, again, I hate that. Actually, as much as I like three, all of those traps annoy me just because none of those people had any say in, in, it, in their fate. I mean, the test was for, I think the guy's name was Jeff. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The guy's name is Jeff. The tests were for him, but how is it fair to the other people? Well, I think they were just getting punished for the roles they played. And Except for J- Jigsaw is not about punishment, though. Jigsaw is all about, all right, if you want to live, you have to earn it. Yeah. You have to show repentance. Yeah, they kind of, after two, kind of went away from that. You have, to, you have to show repentance for what you've done, and you have to show that you're willing to sacrifice in order to stay alive. Yeah. Um... Which was, that was the whole point of the first one. Yeah. But after the first one, that message got lost. <laughs> oh, definitely. The first one actually had a decent enough motive. Now, I will admit that it, it just went downhill after the first one. I do like the first three, but yeah. that message just went out the window. Um, But three, that annoys me more than the fourth one because that was actual jokes. I'm like, aren't you supposed to have, like, standards and stuff like that? How are any of these people... The guy, especially the guy at the end with the rack. That oh, guy, the rack, that was awful. You could tell that that guy was repentant for what he done. He what he did. Yeah. It's not his fault that the court system let him go. Yeah. I mean, he didn't get any chance to. No. To, you know, so that's why that annoys me. I I have to pause one more time just because I, I had it listed here. I could have sworn that I had uh because I should have only one left. Uh, saw. Let me go one more time. Let me think. Dreamcatcher. That was number six. Uh, Shining miniseries. Seven. Uh, we just did Saw three and four. Yep, that was four and three. Yep. Thing prequel. Was that number eight? Thirty Days of Night. That was nine. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That was five. Uh, and, and Black Christmas was ten. Oh, so I do have one. You still have two and one left. Well, go down the list for me, starting with ten. Black Christmas. Yes. Thirty Days a Night. Yes. Thing prequel. Yes. 
Shining miniseries. Shining miniseries. Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Saws 3 and 4. That's 8. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I... All right, well... We'll do 9. <laughs> no, oh, no, oh, I forgot to write this one down. All right, oh, I, I have it right here. I just forgot to write it down. Okay. I, t- I took a picture of my list. All right, oh. so... All right. <laughs> All right, so set. All right, so now, th- these are my top two now. All right, now, not a horror movie. This one, but there, are, with horror, there are some movies that aren't necessarily gore horror, but are like in the macabre realm. Much like yeah. stuff with Tim Burton. Tim Burton, yeah. you know, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas isn't a horror movie, but it's in that realm of the macabre that horror yeah. people like. Yeah. So this is a Tim Burton movie, and that is the ending of Edward Scissorhands. Okay. I hate it. This was in my hashtag Chris Hates Couples. I yeah. hate, and this is number two, and yeah. I hated the fact that Edward Scissorhands was still pining after this, after Winona Ryder. Yeah. After she done got him, it, like, she could have stopped this angry mob at any yeah. time. He loved her. She... Like, first off, let him take the fall for breaking into that house. Yeah. Then the boyfriend is sitting there, like, doing all his business, and then Edward defends himself. The, she sees this angry mob trying to storm this uh, mansion. She could, she, at any point, she could have been like, yo, no, Edward is innocent. Edward had to... And yeah. even as an old lady, like, she's like, no, I, I still haven't gone to see him. I want him to remember me as as I was. Which is a selfish way of saying, uh, like, no, I don't want to take responsibility. Now I want him to still pine after me. I want yeah. him to remember me when I was young and he had the hots for me. Yeah. And maybe if he saw me now, maybe he could move on. Yeah. And he spends his time, especially in the winter, making ice sculptures, which is why it snows over there because he's just, it's all those ice shavings. Yeah. I remember watching that and enjoying it all the way up until the end. And then I was like, I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I I enjoyed it all the way up until the last ten minutes. I was like, I hated that ending. I was like, that's awful. I like just just everything around it. Yeah. I, was, I was like, ugh, just. And he still loves her. Ugh. Poor, poor Edward. Poor bastard. Okay, so my number one. Number one. Now, oh, let me go ahead and tell you. Back in. 2010 maybe 2011 a trailer came out starring Liam Neeson and there was a particular scene in the trailer that sold it for me of I want to go see this okay you see, you see a beaten bloodied up Liam Neeson out in the snow taping glass alcohol miniature bottles to his hands to make a like a, a glove of sharded glass. He's out in the wilderness, and then you see this gray, snarling wolf coming at him, and you see them run towards each other. And Liam Neeson about to fist fight this big snarling gray wolf. It's a movie called The Gray. Yeah, I remember. And I remember seeing that trailer. I was like, you know what? And this was, I think, shortly after Taken, I think, uh, had had come out. 
Oh, Taken was so good. I think Taken had been out. It, it had either been out for like a year or two, but I remember really enjoying the first Taken and go, oh, yeah. man, Liam Neeson is on the rise right now. He's getting really popular. And I'm like, oh, Taken, except for he's out in the Arctic and he's about to beat up some wolves. All right, count me in. Sold, yeah. Sold, I'm here. And for that scene alone, I will go see it. Go see the movie with some friends. Uh, like I I, ta- I said with my friend who also liked Taken, let's go see it. He's like, hell yeah. Now, halfway through the movie, you, now you can tell that he's like basically leading a group of people who keep getting picked off one by one by this pack of wolves. And it dawned on me at the halfway point, Okay, this is gonna that scene from the trailer is going to be the last scene because yeah. in the in the trailer it was just him. Yeah, I'm like, all right, that's fine. And it dawned on me in the last ten minutes, if they cut to black and don't show us this fight between Liam Neeson and this gray wolf, I'm gonna be pissed because <laughs> <laughs> this scene was the only thing that brought my ass into the theater. Because I wanted to see Liam Neeson go head to head with this gray, snarling beast of a wolf. Yeah. Give us the fight you promised. Give us the fight that you promised us. He, 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 you see that it's just him. You see that the wolf, like, rounds the corner. He grabs the miniature bottles, puts it in between his fingers, smashes it up against a rock to make his little, uh, knuckles, uh, sharded knuckles thing. They run, he runs in slow motion to the wolf, and that cuts to black. And I said, You motherfucker. <laughs> I was so angry. And the thing is, I knew that it was going to do that. Somehow, I just knew it in my gut that it was going to do that. Like, we were in the last five to 10 minutes of this movie, and I'm like, You know, we've been here for like an hour and a half, hour or 40 minutes. We haven't even got, we haven't gotten to that scene yet. And then when that started happening, I'm like, you better not do what I think you're going to do. And it did exactly what I was afraid it was going to do. It cut to black and you did. Credits roll. And the credits roll. Now, I don't know if there was a post credit scene or if there was an alternate ending when the DVD came out. I think it was an alternate ending. I don't think it was a post credit scene. If it was a post credit scene, then that's even lamer. Yeah, uh, because this well, isn't. This is not, like before the MCU was dealing. Yeah, this it. isn't a yeah. Marvel movie, so if that was a, a post credit scene, that's very lame. To uh, put the main fight in a post credit scene, they didn't even have a fight. You just supposedly yeah. see him like carry the pelt out or something like that. You don't. You still don't see the fight. That's bullshit. And I remember when we saw that trailer. Me and my friend looked at each other and went like, oh, hell yeah. Liam Neeson yeah. beating up a bunch of rabid wolves. That I'm sold. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm there. And it just, it's, compl- uh, I, it's a cop out whenever movies do that. Yeah. Like, oh, well, we just wanted to leave it up to the imagination. No, you just were too lazy and you didn't want to, you didn't want to write and shoot an ending. Yeah. I mean, some endings being ambiguous can work, but when that's the big scene in the trailer that you're building towards and you don't show it lame and and you know what it's not the worst movie ever made it is certainly not the worst acted it is not the worst shot but it was the most disappointed i have been when it comes when it comes to a movie in in regards to the cold genre that we're doing right now so that's why it's my number one all right pretty solid list 
some based yeah. on principle, but usually when we get to the last two, that's when I get pretty emotional. <laughs> yeah. That's when I'm like, you know what? It's so funny because when you gave me that, immediately the gray came to my mind. I'm like, I already know what my number one is. Yeah. <laughs> All the anger film movies there just came back up like, oh, motherfuckers. I, I, that's probably in my top five like disappointments at a movie theater that I felt where I was like, <laughs> just like, ugh. All right. <sighs> All right. Uh, you know, this might be an hour-long episode just because you added that, Chris, yeah. <laughs> that... that um, the 20 questions, yeah. The 20 questions, but um, I gave you your uh, Dave Hates. Dave Hates? Well, so, yeah. when this... Yeah, when this comes out, you would have already put out your hashtag Dave Hates motive. Um, so, it's up to me to bring a little positivity. You know, we're all about yeah. balance. So... Do you have a top 10 for me? Hopefully it's a little kinder to me than my hates. Your top 10 favorite classic horror movies, which I put from range anything made from, let's say, 1989 and prior. So anything not from anything from 1989 to just like the black and white era? Yeah. Oh, so that's very easy. You gave me a very easy one. You actually gave me yeah. some range. Yeah. <laughs> like, usually you would have, like, if this was a Chris Hates thing, you would be like, what is your least favorite uh, classic horror movies uh, that came out in August of 1953? <laughs> hey, that August of 1953 probably had some terrible movies for you to uh, hate. But this is my top, like, ones that I like. Yeah. Well, we already know what my number one is, so. Yeah. Actually, I'll even do you one better. I'll, I'll I'll exclude the thing just because we had mentioned it before. Yeah. Okay. So excluding the thing, which I said is my favorite horror movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we'll do uh, my top ten. All right. Figure that's only fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Ooh, man, I got more emotional when the first one came than I thought I was gonna. Like, you know, once when you see it on paper, it's just like whatever. But then when you start yeah. talking about it, it's like <laughs> the, the emotions come back up. Yeah. So awesome. So this, this is uh, if the timeline works out. Um, next week we will have our next guest episode. Yeah. Um, which is either going to be depending on the how the times work out, it's either going to be Jamie Stewart or. Uh, Spencer Hamilton. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a good one. I'm always, I always love these top tens. Now, yeah. Now it's given me another whole month of ones to think about. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, thanks everybody again for joining us this season and for sticking with us. If you are on our Instagram and whatnot, we'll be uh, announcing a giveaway that's going to be coming up in October. It's going to have a bunch of goodies in it, including books from this season's author. Uh, this season's authors um, a couple of other little goodies uh, got some horror movie stickers that you can decorate your laptops or or cabinets or what have you in plus I might throw in a Amazon gift card in there like I did last time so uh, I'm going to announce that soon so you guys will have at least a month or two to uh, say whether or not you want to it's a free thing you know it's a free yeah. giveaway you just need to participate as well Yeah. thanks for listening everybody yeah, take it Have easy, a good everyone. Week. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. 
And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.